there. I am Felicity Harley. Thank you for listening to Healthish, your podcast from Body and Soul. Dr. Ginny Mansberg is a doctor, author, and regular on Channel 7 Sunrise. Now, she spent years trawling the research to confirm exactly which ingredients work when it comes to anti aging beauty products. She then went on to launch her own range, ESK. Now, Ginny, and I, for actually full disclosure, we have sat in the makeup room at Sunrise and talked about this for years. So I wanted to get her on the pod so she can share her learnings. Now, we keep our healthy episodes quite short. So if you want to hear today's full chat with Ginny, where she discusses her top anti-aging skin tips, search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Ginny, nice to chat to you today. How are you going? Going super good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Super good. I like that answer. Yep, I'm taking that one. Super good too. Now, (laughs) we're talking anti-aging. This is always, actually, this is one of our biggest downloaded topics. We're all obsessed with it. There are so many products. I mean, help us make some sense of it all. Do they actually work? Yes. So it's interesting because I think when I graduated from medicine, we were literally told it's all rubbish. You just need sunscreen and some kind of moisturizer and soap and water, right? And that anything else that you were sold was complete claptrap and just forget it and, you know, don't worry about it. So now we've got evidence that actually stuff you stick on your face does work, but for a very small number of ingredients. So the things that we've got evidence for is I think number one through to 10 is vitamin A, so retinoids. Number, But then within that, there are a number that are on the market that don't have evidence, so they're like third cousins of the things with evidence. Vitamin C, ditto, there's a lot of non-evidence-based vitamin C, and then niacinamide have got huge amounts of evidence. And then there's some depigmentation stuff that does have evidence, but like there's not a lot of evidence for rare irises or gold or caviar or placentas. Sounds so good, though. (laughs) I know, right? Who does not want to stick a bit of gold and caviar on your face? And it, you might smell amazing because I think those products do really smell amazing, but that's it. That's not what it's, it's not going to do anything else beyond that to change the actual architecture. Of your okay. Skin. So there's really the three there that you mentioned are the key ones. Well, also you've got really good evidence now for hydroxy acids. So there are two types, the alpha hydroxy acid. So your lactic acid, your malic acid, those kinds of things. They're really good exfoliators. And I don't know about you, but I was a massive pizza face when I was in my teens. And my mum got me this amazing scrub thing that smelled like apricots. And apparently it was made up out of ground apricot seeds. And now I just want to cry that I did that to myself because it's so pro-inflammatory. Scrubs are terrible. So you're never going to find a dermatologist who recommends an actual exfoliating scrub, whether it's microbeads or anything rough on your skin, it's pro-inflammatory and inflammation contributes to everything from acne to aging to water loss from your skin to pigmentation. So you don't want to do that, but a gentle way to exfoliate is hydroxy acids, particularly ahas, alpha hydroxy acids. Beta hydroxy acids is more like your salicylic acid. And that's got pretty good evidence for quite a few things, but mainly for acne. For acne, it's just the bomb. Um, And so, I mean, that's another thing that has got evidence for it. There's a little bit of weak um, evidence for some of the peptides. They've got to be small enough to penetrate the skin barrier. And your skin is designed to keep water in and rubbish out. So everything from toxins to bugs and viruses and bacteria. So anyone who's had eczema, 
and their skin's broken down, that skin barrier has broken down because of eczema, they get infected. So you, 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 that's a good thing, but it also means that big molecules, they might be amazing, but they're not going to penetrate the skin barrier, things like a hyaluronic acid. But small molecules of hyaluronic acid do penetrate the skin. We've got good evidence for that. So what do they actually do to our skin collectively, these? And are, or are they individually do different things to our skin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you take something like niacinamide, though that's vitamin B3, sometimes you hear it called nicotinamide. So at that, around between 2 and 5%, we've got pretty good evidence for everything from acne, so it actually reduces the amount of oil that you make for your skin. It's also really essential um, for um, inhibiting the transport of melanin, the pigment, from the cells that it's made in. So the melanocytes is the cell that it's made in and it's distributed through these amazing tentacles. Melanocytes are amazing cells. They've got pigment-making ability, but then they've got these tentacles. Actually, it's to worth spread looking at pictures. I agree. They do look fascinating. Yes. They do, and they're like starfish, only they've got really long tentacles that go between the keratinocytes and the rest of the skin cells to sprinkle their fairy dust magic, the melanin that protects the skins right through the rest um, of your skin. The problem is that you get too much pigmentation. So B3, the niacinamide, actually helps to reduce that transport. It also really helps with what we call transepidermal water loss, so drying out of the skin. That It's really essential for that. So it does three separate things. So it's really interesting. And so it's got these anti-aging properties as well as anti-acne properties. And that's what you tend to find with a lot of these ingredients, like take vitamin A, amazing for building collagen, amazing antioxidant, also amazing for increasing skin cell turnover. That's great for acne. It's great for rosacea. It's got so many different applications and that is incredible, but they all do slightly different things. You want to, wouldn't probably want to put vitamin C on acne prone skin. It's not amazing for that, but it's great for other things. For anti-aging, it's amazing and pigmentation. It's great. Okay. What, what's one thing you wish you did more of in your twenties and thirties for better skin health? Okay, so I'm probably going to tell healthy-ish listeners something that they already know, but um, I'm going to talk about sunscreen. Oh, I knew you'd but say that. <laughs> I know, but it's true, right? right? Like, I think an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I'm now trying to undo all the stuff that I did in my 20s and 30s. But UV, we always focus on UVB rays because when we talk about SPF, SPF is all the degree of protection from UVB rays. And the UVB rays are the ones that be for burning, also for skin cancer. That's why the TGA really is obsessive about, you know, SPF levels and protection from UVB rays. But the thing is, um, it's not, a, it, it's nothing to do with aging. So the UVB rays are there, particularly in summer, mainly from 11am to late 2 or 3pm. And if you put a good SPF on when you go out in the sun, that'll really be good for protecting you against burning. But the UVA for aging rays are there from sun up to sundown, even in really weak light, it penetrates glass, it gets through the car window and it will be there winter, summer. And I wish I had known the importance of using a broad spectrum sunscreen 365 days a year from my 20s because that's going to protect you from, you know, all those metoproteases, um, uh, the, the things that actually break down collagen in the skin. It's going to protect you from making excessive pigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, all of those everything. things you can protect <laughs> yeah. everything. And so, you know, a lot of what happens to your skin, yes, yeah, some of it is getting older, but a lot of it is just, you know, age and, and and sun. Just quickly, are you I mean, you have beautiful skin. It's something I've always admired about you over the dare I say decades we may have known each other. What do you do now? 
Um, so I just do skincare. So I've not done Botox, filler. I don't do facials. I don't I actually take find any that supplements. very reassuring. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't do. Um, I don't go to a beautician. Um, although I I love beauticians as people, but I just don't particularly find them useful for me. I don't get injections in my face. Um, I don't get facials, but I am pretty obsessive about skincare. Um, and I am pretty obsessive about sunscreen as well. Okay, there you have it, listeners. Sunscreen is the thing. And, of course, Ginny's fabulous range. Ginny, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thanks, Liv. Well, there you have it. That is exactly what works when it comes to anti-aging products. If you want more from Ginny, make sure you download Extra Healthy. She is up on that podcast now. We launch a new episode of that for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Thanks again for joining us. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.